is the blood of Jesus relevant? We just sang about it. It's your blood. It's your blood. It's your blood. Jesus paid it all. Is it relevant today? I believe that the Bible teaches us and personal experience proves that the blood of Jesus provides so much more than just a ticket to heaven. It's not just a ticket to heaven. As I said last time, two weeks ago, that would be enough though. That would be enough to have a future from this earth not to go to hell. But it's so much more than that. It is a provision given to us for today. That we, when we meet the conditions of the blood and and learn how to apply His Word, Christians can apply the blood of Jesus to every area of your life. And witness its full effect. Revelation chapter 12, verse 11. And they overcame Him by the blood. Everybody say blood. Blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives to the death. Just a little bit of review This word, they, let me get my little laser pointer. This word, they, is us, you and me. We overcome Satan, the him is Satan. We overcome him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. It clearly shows that there can be conflict between you and Satan. I want you to catch this. They overcame him. There is no no one fighting for us. We fight. It doesn't say we overcame him because Jesus showed up in our battle and won for us. No, we overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. We have a part to play here on earth. We have to walk through. Jesus has already provided your victory. It is done Now we have to access it. The cross, everything at the cross has been done and fulfilled. Jesus does not have to come back and die on the cross again. It's done. It's done. We overcome Satan when we testify personally to what the word of God says about the blood of what the blood of Jesus does for us. The word of this testimony, it's not necessarily going back and every time you have a battle with Satan, you have to go tell him about how you were saved. No, he knows. It's not, hey, let me tell you my testimony. No, it's how does the blood of Jesus apply to this situation right here? How does the word of my testimony apply to this? And what do I have to do? I have to speak it. I overcome Satan in my life every day by the word of my testimony and by the blood of the Lamb. That is our protection, saying a few words according to Scripture. And I can't overemphasize the importance of your testimony. It is so important right now, church, that what you are experiencing, that you are are allowed a platform to tell it. And sometimes that platform's at work. Sometimes that platform's at your dinner table. Sometimes that platform's at Walmart. Uh, I don't want to uh, steal anybody's thunder, but at Acquire the Fire, y'all had a chance to talk to a protester. That was the word of the testimony going out. Now, we can't control what the results are. All we can do is give the blood of Jesus and the word of our testimony and let God do His thing. We access the power of the cross. We, don't, we, we, we give up our power 
and give it to God, His power. And when we line up with the word of our testimony and the blood of the Lamb, it's out of our hands. Hopefully you guys will get to share someone at some point in the next maybe week will get to share some of the experiences that you had. Uh, Everybody's sleeping in this morning. (laughs) It sounded amazing. sounded amazing. There are, without our conscious, intentional agreement with God's Word, Jesus cannot represent you before God. We have to apply the blood. We have to get it out of the basin. We have to get it out of the basin or we still remain unprotected. Do you remember? I don't want to review too much because I'm already kind of out of time. Uh, At the Passover, this whole um, image, this whole process that the Lord showed us in the Old Testament was at Passover. And the men had to go and slay a spotless lamb and not let the blood drip on the ground at all. They had to get it into a basin. And then they had to take the hyssop and he had the the fathers had to apply it to the door and get it. it, The blood in the basin wasn't enough. They're still going to die if they don't apply it. But Lord, I got it right here. Lord, I got it right here. I got it right here. It's not enough. You got to get it out. You got to get it from here out of your mouth and into existence. God spoke creation into existence. God responds to us speaking. He wants to hear us. If you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. If you'll confess your sins one to another. If you will speak, if you will ask, you will receive. If you will pray according to my name, if you will pray according to my will, if you will speak, you will get according to his will. You don't have to worry about speak asking for things that's outside of his will because he's not going to operate outside his will. He's going to operate inside his will. So the key is learning to speak. That's what we're learning. We need to speak according to God's will to our situation and expect breakthrough. Where was I? We got to get the blood. We had to take the hyssop and get the blood and get it on the door. And let me tell you, let me get back into the light. That's scriptural. You know how easy it is to get out of the light. You remember the scripture from two weeks ago? If we walk in the light as he is in the light. Where's the light? It's funny, but it's true. It's so easy to even get here. You don't hardly even notice it. The more you move, you hardly even notice you're out. Getting it on the doorpost wasn't enough. He had to get his whole family inside. If they remained outside, even though the blood was on the door, they are not protected. No telling how much fighting the, the, the dads had to do with their kids. No, you can't go out and play right now. You stay in here. Stay in here. Stay in here. You don't, may not understand, but stay in here. Your understanding is not the key to you getting, having life. It's obeying the word. Thank the Lord my kids don't have to understand everything that I ask them to do. It'd be years, but it'd be... Me, thank the Lord, I don't have to understand. I may never get it. But that's not the key. Doing, I've got to do. Are y'all with me?
There's seven major ways that the, new, that, the, that the blood of Jesus works for us. We looked at these last week, and I'm going to start looking at the first one. Redemption. Cleansing. Justification. Sanctification. Life. Intercession. And access. Number one today. Redemption. Everybody say redemption. Say it again. Redemption. Redemption. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 7. In Him we have redemption through His what? His blood. The forgiveness of sins according to the riches of His grace. Redemption means being bought back. We were in the hands of the devil. And Jesus bought us back with His blood. Peter goes on a little bit further to say in uh, chapter uh, 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 18 knowing that you are not redeemed with corruptible things like silver and gold from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers now it is so easy to ru- quickly rush through this you weren't you can't be bought back by anything in this world not silver and gold and not any of your tradition not any of your ways it will not work by doing it your way or with your stuff. You weren't redeemed with corruptible things like silver and gold. The silver and gold we've learned on Wednesday nights, is silver and gold bad? No, it's not. But here it shows it's corruptible. From your aimless conduct received by tradition. That hit me. I don't know if that hits you. I am a very systematic, like to do things the same way, like to do them my way. And this speaks to me, if you're not doing it my way, you're missing it. But with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish or spot. You know what else that tells me? I can't earn, I can't earn that. I can't earn that. He's given that. He's given that to me. He's given that to me. Notice that Peter uses the the, the 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 word lamb. What's he doing? He's pointing us back to Passover. He's pointing us back to show us that imagery that Jesus was without blemish. He was without original sin. He was without spot. He was out without personal sin. And we've been redeemed by His blood. Psalm 107, let's apply this. Psalm 107. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy. If we are redeemed, we have to say so. No say so, no redemption. If we're redeemed by the blood and we are protected and we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony, we have to say so to receive That overcoming power. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. If you are redeemed of the Lord, then say it. Everybody say, I am redeemed. You know what? I don't know that I can remember this. Let's try this. I am redeemed. I am redeemed. By the blood of the Lamb. I am redeemed. By the blood of the Lamb. I've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb 
full of the Holy Ghost I am. All my sins are washed away. I've been redeemed. Say, I've been redeemed. You just said it. You just fulfilled Scripture in your life at this moment. This moment, it says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. What did you just did? You just said so. In the name of Jesus, Lord, let your power be released over you today. That you have been redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Right now. Right now. Your next steps are going to be good steps if you will walk according to his word. I don't care what enemy you got on you. I don't care how big it may be. It is no fight for God. It is no fight for the blood. It is your confession. If we are redeemed, we have to say so. No say so, no redemption. No ticky, no washing. It's your confession, your testimony that makes it work for you. Otherwise, the blood remains in the basin. We all say this with me. We're going to do this a few times over the next couple weeks. Let's say this together all at once. Here we go. One, two, three. Through the blood of Jesus, I have been redeemed out of the hand of the devil. Say, Pastor, what do you mean? Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Whatever addiction, whatever thing you're going through, at this moment, you have been redeemed because you said so. Before you were saved, you were in the hand of the devil. I was in the hand of the devil, but I am not there today. Why? Because I've been redeemed by the blood of Jesus out of the hand of Satan. When I can get past pride, when we can get past pride and awkwardness and speak our testimony out loud, we will begin to experience freedom like we have never known. Let's look at one more and I'll close with this one. The blood of Jesus. We just looked at redemption. Let's look just for a moment at cleansing. John identifies the second way the blood of Jesus works for us. First John chapter 1, verse 7. But if we walk in the light, y'all remember this one? As he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Now, y'all know me. If y'all been coming, I'm an if then. God says it all throughout scripture. Why? Because he's an if then. If then. If what? Then the blood of Jesus cleanses us. If we walk in the light. We have to walk in the light. As he is in the light. In the Greek, in the Greek here, if you search this, if you look this up, all the verbs in this verse are in continuing present tense. Now, I hate hate to do an English lesson on you right here, but it is so important that we don't read this one time, confess this one time, and never come back to it again. You will have missed it altogether. You would have had one good shower and then not shower the rest of your life. Get an image of that. Imagine never showering again. You got one good shower this morning, Sunday morning, and that's it. Isn't that a good way to look at it? You can't change your clothes either.
That's how this verse is intended to be read. It is in continuing present tense. What does that mean? It's important to see that if we continue walking in the light and we continue having fellowship with one another, notice the evidence of walking in the light. What's the evidence of walking in the light? That you have fellowship with one another. Relationship, interaction with other believers. Hallelujah. It's Life Group Sunday. We've got this great new display right back there with all our life groups. You can go pick a card and see a map and see what we've got. Go back there. Walk in the light. Pastor, I'm not into that. Well, get into that. Do you want breakthrough? Breakthrough's going to come through fellowship. It's one way. It's not the only way, but it's one way. If you find yourself out of fellowship with other believers, you need to examine yourself to make sure that you are continuing to walk in the light. The blood of Jesus does not cleanse in the dark. If you get out of the light you allow, and you allow yourself to operate in the shadows, your relationship will suffer. And more important, you'll compromise the power of the blood of Jesus to cleanse you. This is a continuing provision. It applies. It doesn't matter where you are so long as you're in the light. You may be in some of the most compromising situations right now. This is not based on your situation. It's based on being in the light. How many knows you can walk into some of the worst places, but if, you've got the, if you're in the light, you're going to be a light to a dark place. If you're not, you're going to get corrupted by that light, by that darkness. I can play that too. We may be in the most defiling circumstances amongst the most wicked people. There may be countless evil pressures against us, but as long as we're walking in the light, the blood of Jesus continues to cleanse us from all sin. Psalm 51. Psalm 51. I want you to catch this. Purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Do you catch the Passover reference again? Hyssop. Purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. David was coming out of the darkness. Do you know that this psalm was written when he had just experienced his two most major sins of murder and adultery? And he comes out. Can you imagine the nerve of somebody doing that and thinking they can be washed clean? They can by appropriating the blood of Jesus. Purge me and I'll be clean. Wash me and I'll be whiter than snow. What an assurance to know that if you are mixed up in sin, you have a place to go. Do you know that the world, there are billions of people on this earth that don't know where to go with their sin. Can you imagine that hopelessness walking around not knowing what to do with what, what they've got on them? We do. We can come out from under it. Washed clean, whiter than snow. Imagine what it would be like to have a guilty conscience, to be tor tormented with the impact of your sin and not know where to receive forgiveness and peace. That's the condition of our world today. 
Let's apply this by the word of our testimony. Let's say this all together. I'm going to close right here. Let's say it all together. One, two, three. While I walk in the light, the blood of Jesus cleanses me now and continually from all sin. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just ask you, as we've spoken out this morning, even in the, just the few sentences that we've said, Lord, I ask for your healing. I ask for your cleansing power. I ask for the word of the Lord to be released over this church. Lord, I ask right now that wherever, people, wherever you sit, that you would come out of the darkness and into the light. What it is that you're battling, confess it right now, right where you are, just to yourself. Confess it and bring it to the light. If you will confess your sin one to another, then he is faithful and just to forgive you of that sin. It's in your confession. It's in your humility. It's in your ability to speak according to his word. Do you really want free? Then say so.